David is taking a leave of absence. Uh, unfortunately, he's he's uh I won't get too much into it, but he's he's taking a little bit of a break, so we're we're carrying the load here. I appreciate you you joining me, Brett. But I want to talk. How did your uh, how did your bets turn out with the the finals? How did everything go there? Uh, well, I'll say this. Uh, it, to sum it up in like three words, probably worst case scenario. Oh, jeez. I mean, I didn't bet any individual games, but I had a bunch of like emotional hedges on the Celtics not making it. And all the, I think the only combination I didn't have was Denver, Miami. I think I had like Lakers, Miami. I had like Warriors, Miami. I think I had Denver, Philly. Uh, so, yeah. Big Philly? Jeez Louise. But, Talk about but, being hopeful. I mean, yeah, it was like 40 to 1 or something at the beginning, or 30 to 1 at the beginning of the playoffs or something. Maybe even higher than that. Um, oh, you know, I didn't hit any of those. So, you know, I lost a lot of the hedges. And then on top of that, the Celtics, thanks to Joe Missoula, didn't make the playoffs. So, like, oh. I honestly, like, or didn't make the finals. I, like, literally didn't even watch the finals. Like, I kind of kept up Damn. with it, but, like, I knew the Heat. Like, I knew that, like, it was in five games or six games or whatever. Like, they, you know, it wasn't sustainable. Go look at Caleb Martin's and Gabe Vincent's stat lines in the finals. It's like, you know, they could have done that in game seven in Boston. I mean, you know, it shouldn't have even gotten to game seven. I, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole here, but, you know. What, I mean, I want to hear, though, you blame Joe Missoula because David and I, I talked about this a couple episodes ago where we talked about if the Celtics lost that series, whether Joe Missoula should retain the job or if they should go find another coach. And you're saying it was Joe Missoula's fault. And, and that was also the worst case scenario, because if we got swept, he might have been able to get fired. But because we almost came all the way back, they let him keep his job. So, you know, I, 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 just to put it in my perspective of Joe Missoula, I literally told my friends yesterday, I said, I think the Nuggets should give Joe Missoula an NBA finals ring. Because Joe <laughs> Missoula eliminated the most talented roster in the NBA. You don't think the Nuggets were the most talented roster? Top to bottom, not even close. I'm not going to say that the Celtics would have beaten the Nuggets necessarily. If you're going like down the line, like best roster, top to bottom, I mean, it's definitely. I mean, like the, we have the sixth man of the year this year is Malcolm Brogdon. He barely even played in the playoffs. Marcus Smart, reigning defensive player of the year. Two guys who are all NBA. We have Al Horford with a decade plus of playoff experience. I haven't even mentioned Robert Williams, who like is one of the block leaders. I haven't even mentioned Grant Williams, who plays good defense. I mean, it's uh-huh. just it's insane. I, I I don't know. I mean, every other year that the Celtics let me down, I feel better. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that makes <laughs> sense. That wasn't really our year. Like, we have it next year. Like, even after last year, I was like, the Warriors with Curry, like, I get it. Like, now the guys are finally, you know, the contracts are lining up. Like, this was the year, and they just – and blew it and they have i guess one more year before whether they pay brown or not they probably have one more year of the same roster and like now we're wasting it on a coach who's like still trying to figure it out and it's really not his fault i mean he was like the third bench coach when he got promoted because you know he may had to get his dick wet so 
but I, I mean, know. honestly, I'm kind of on Ime's side here. I don't really understand it. I mean, like you're a basketball coach, like what he does outside. I, I, I don't know. To be honest with you, I'm kind of on Ime's side. I don't think he should have gotten fired. Jeez. I don't know enough. He's coming out swinging, coming out I swinging. I love it. Something bad must have happened. No one really knows. All we know is something with an executive's wife. That's all I know. So that is coming out swinging. I love but, it. Let me but, let me ask you this though, because the Celtics. Just one more quick question. Okay, the okay. Last basketball, I'm done talking basketball for, for five, eight months. I'm not talking basketball. <laughs> I'll, I'll resume basketball talk after the Super Bowl. So eight months. That's that's fair. I'm a basketball fan, so I like I, I like watching it. I like keeping up with it. But uh, they're saying Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown can't work together. They're two individual great players, but they can't play together. What do you think? I disagree with that. I think everyone says you can't do something until it happens. Like everyone was like, Jokic is too unathletic to win the title. And then now he won the title, right? LeBron's, you know, chokes in the playoffs and then he went, finally wins. You know, everyone always says it doesn't work until they actually see it work. I don't necessarily buy that. I think Ime had something cooking. I think Brad Stevens had something cooking. Uh, Missoula does not have anything cooking. And it's just deflating that, you know, we're going to have to ride this out another year. <laughs> Something cooking. Let's talk about something cooking here. Scotty Scheffler, odds to win the U.S. Open this weekend. Wait, wait. That's what we're before here to talk about. To go Open, for it. You remember the last time I was on this podcast? Oh. Steph Curry is Carmelo Anthony with good teammates. By far the best take. I mean, I still reference that take regularly. I love it. But yes, that's what I remember. I don't remember anything else from what you said, though, to be honest. So it was the, the Thursday, I believe, of the PGA Championship, right? Okay. You can go look it up. If you remember, one futures ticket I had, I had Kepka at 22 to 1 for a full unit. To win okay. the PGA Championship, so I more than you know, it's been a great run outside of the the NBA going to the worst case scenario. Kepka is awesome. Uh, I don't. I think since then, no, that was the Derby. So um, yeah, I think I already mentioned that. And then what do we have? Oh, and then I hit on the Preakness too. I had National Treasure, the Bob Belfort mm. Revenge Tour, Bob Baffert mm. Revenge Tour. Excuse me. Um, so. Speaking of Scheffler, you know, I think he's going to win one. Like, you had the feeling he was going to win one major this year. There's only two left. My gut, deep down gut, tells me he, it's probably going to be more at the British Open than the U.S. Open. I could be wrong. could be wrong. Um, I, I don't mind, you know, backing him. Again, I'm not huge on, like, 7-1 to one for someone to win a golf tournament. Like, so much has to go right for that, those odds to even be remotely like, I'm not even interested in taking Kepka at 11 to 1. It's because that's just so low. Like, why would you? There's just so many better ways to play someone doing well than taking 7 to 1 to win a golf tournament, in my opinion. Um, but Jeffrey will be on my, you know, teams and pickums. Maybe he'll be on a head and a couple head to heads. Personally, 
this is I I don't know I don't know how best you want to play it. I know we got like twenty minutes here. Like you're good. Let me just kind of just run it, dude. Run it. But we'll do this. We'll do people players. I'm buying players. I'm selling. How about that? Okay. The first player that I want to talk about is a guy who I used to sell every single time in majors religiously. I made a lot of money hitting him in majors. Past couple, he's done very well, and I actually think this could be the major that he finally gets one. Who do you think I'm talking about? Joel Damon. <laughs> no, he's like an elite player. Who do you think? I think this elite player is a very good chance to win, and I'm going to take him in head-to-heads, and he has yet to win a major. Before. Yet to win a major? So I was going to say Dustin Johnson, major. but... Uh, you know, I'm still fading Dustin Johnson for sure. It's free money. Uh, Victor Hovland. Close. No. I, I well, well, More on Hovland. I really think this course in this stage sets up well for Patrick Cantlay. Oh, Patrick Mr. Slowpoke. Okay. He went to UCLA in Los Angeles. He recently played at the Shriner Children's Classic. Last November, he finished fourth. He had around a 63 or something. Shriner Children Classic last, uh, last November, October, whatever, was at LA Country Club, where they're playing it now. I think the course yeah. sits up well. You know, everyone's talking about the Cali guys. A lot of people are talking about Max Homa, Morikawa, or people like that, and we'll get to them. But, you know, I think Cantlay's worth a dart throw. I have him uh uh, I think I have him in, in a top five bet. I might have sprinkled a little bit on him to win. I think he's at like something really, really high. I feel like he's at like 18 to one or something. So, uh, 1600. He's yeah, number four I think I right got now. 18 last night, depending on the site. I placed a couple bets last night. I'm finishing up the article and I'm going to set it out tonight. But uh, I like Cantlay. Who else am I buying? Uh, I'm buying Pharrell Hatton. So random right. English guy that maybe not all the golfers know. He's a, he's a pretty elite player, pretty good player. Uh, you know, hasn't necessarily been the best in majors, but the one major that he does really that he did really well at was the U.S. Open at Shinnecock uh, right. in New York. That was one of the ones that Kepka won. Uh, Shinnecock and LACC are very similar in the fairway setup. They're very undulating fairways, meaning that it's you know a lot of U.S. Opens. Very narrow fairways. You don't want to hit the rough. This one, the fairways are slightly wider at LACC, but there's more hills. I saw one video where it's like, if you hit on the right half of the fairway, it's going to roll all the way off to the fairway and be in the rough. And you're going to have some uneven line, lies, a little up, downhill. And, you know, that's very similar to Shinnecock. Atten's from, you know, Britain. He's used to, you know, the same kind of link style or, you know, kind of, uh, uneven lies, if you will. Um, and I just think that that's the guy that not everyone's talking as much as like the Fitzpatrick's, uh, Rory McIlroy's, stuff like that. Uh, so I like You that. and Rory, I swear. I haven't, I haven't mentioned him. I haven't mentioned him. Another guy I like is Justin Rose. I know he's like 42 years old, but he's low-key been having a very good season and he's been doing pretty well the past couple majors. I like him. Uh... I think I'm probably going to end up taking Spieth in a couple head-to-heads. His form's been recently good. It depends who he's playing, though. Like, 
I'll probably do the Spieth over JT thing because Justin Thomas is on my sell list. I think right now Justin Thomas a lot more of like a name that people just recognize and want to bet than someone who's like really playing well good golf. So John Justin Thomas is on my fave list. Uh, Keegan Bradley, and he's been around a little bit. I think he won the PGA in his rookie season maybe like twelve years ago or thir- thirteen years ago, something like that. Uh, I'll be buying Keegan Bradley this week. Couple others, you know, one of my favorite guys that I'm probably going to be selling is Sung J M, South Korean. Mm. Just you know, I I I think he's you know the form's just kind of been shaky, and I don't think this course necessarily sets up well. Uh, and then another one who was really the star of last year is really falling off is Cam Young. Uh, I think I'm probably going to bet Cameron Young to miss the cut. I mean, he hits it a mile, but you know he's been very inconsistent with the driver, and especially in the U.S. Open, I just feel like he's going to be in, in the, the thick rough too much. Uh, other than, than those names, Victor Hovland's a very interesting name. I'm going to bet Hovland top five again. He's kind of like the Zalatoris. I like to draw parallels in any sports betting that I do, especially you know college football or even golf. It's like last year Zalatoris was you know consistently competing in majors, never quite got over the hump because, his, because of his putting. Hovland. Yeah. Just won the Memorial. He's been playing well, competing in majors. He can't get over the hump because of his chipping. Especially the U.S. Open, with the roughest thick of it is, where pars are really good, I think there's a couple times when he might miss the green. And, you know, that's what's holding me back from him winning. I mean, me taking a top five bet on him is showing a lot of confidence that I think he's going to play really well. And the reason I think he's going to play really well is because he's one of the best tee to green players on tour. And his irons, I trust, are going to be able to get him a lot of those two putt pars. So the reason that I'm not picking him to win is because of the scrambling. But I do think he's going to have a leg up on the field, especially with some of the long, long par threes. I mean, there's like two par threes at like 260, 290, like more than like the average golfer hits his driver. And so I think being, you know, having a precise tee to green, tee to green game and avoiding, you know, hitting it in good spots. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of high on Hovland. I'm betting Kepka top five. You know, I think that's like plus 200 or two and a half to one. I still think that that's good value. Um, I don't think anyone's won back to back majors since Spieth in 2015. So, you know, I'm not really loving the 11 to one, but I could totally see Kepka up another solid performance. I mean, he's only finished second and first in the past two, right? And he's dialed in. So, you know, I, I like the two and a half to one on Kepka, and I'll be playing, I'll be buying Kepka per se in a lot of the uh, head-to-heads. Um, what else? I might throw a dart on Xander Shoffley, a fellow California guy, top 10. Might throw a dart on probably Morikawa top 10. If Morikawa was more healthy, uh, I would be taking Morikawa to win this because he's kind of the golfer. It's somewhat like, Somewhat like Kepka, where it's like Morikawa was really good competing in majors. You know, he won two. And, you know, people are starting to have kind of forgotten about him the past year. He hasn't played that well. But, you know, part of that reason is similar to what Kepka was going through the past two years. Morikawa just really isn't 100% healthy. So I think maybe next year would be kind of be a good year, kind of how I bought low on Kepka the past two golf tournaments. I had mm. Kepka top five Masters and then winning in the PGA. That'll probably be mine kind of like my stash away to go buy low on Morikawa next year. Um, outside of that, love I mentioned Justin Rose. The last guy, a guy who probably almost no one's heard of, and the only reason I've heard of him is because I kind of have a personal connection to him. His name is Denny McCarthy. 
just turned 30. He's one of the best putters on tour. Actually, the best putter. on. He led the tour in, like, putting three years in a row or something, maybe, like, two years ago or something. Yeah. Plus 11,000. He, he almost well, – I'm not betting him to win, but he almost um, won the Memorial two weeks ago. He, like, bogeyed 18 to fall into a playoff with Hovland and then lost the playoff with Hovland. So he's playing really good. He plays well. His, his, his strength is chipping and putting, especially putting. So he does better when par is a good score. He finished, like, I think sixth or seventh at the U.S. Open last year. I watched him up there in, in, at, uh, in Brookline. So, you know, I think that this is a good spot to put up another, you know, solid performance. I'm not saying he's going to win or even be on the first page of the leaderboard Sunday morning. But, you know, top 10, 8-1 to one in, when he literally almost just won the Memorial two weeks ago. And par is going to be a good score, and he makes a ton of pars. You know, I'll, I'll take an eight to one dart on on Denny McCarthy top ten. Turning it over to you. I like it. I like it a lot. I think. Uh, I mean, I just running down the list real quick for the two fans here. So, top odds to win the U.S. Open: Scotty, John, Rom, Brooks Kepka, Rory, your favorite guy, Patrick Cantlay, Victor Hovland, <laughs> Xander. Jordan Spieth, Cameron Smith, Max Homa, uh, your guy, well, not your guy, Matt Fitzpatrick, then your guy, Terrell Hatton. So, Tony Finau is also in the mix there. What do you think about Tony Finau? I mean, Tony Finau looks like he's probably 15. He's plus 3,300 on the odds. I mean, do we not, we don't like Finau at all here, or what? Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with Finau is where I was with Cantlay, you know, back in the day. I'm kind of a fade Finau and majors kind of person. That mm. one really hadn't turned too sour on me. So, I mean, not, can't, I didn't really lose with Cantlay last time because I had head-to-heads against Cantlay and he finished like 15th, but the people I had head-to-heads against were like Kepka or something. So I actually, even though Cantlay played well, I still won the head-to-head. Uh, but, you know, I, I'll probably be, I, if I find like a Finau versus, you know, like if I find like a Finau Hovland or something and Hovland's only like 20% juice, like I'll fire away on Hovland or something. If I find like Finau, like who is in his tier? A Finau Spieth or a Finau uh, Adam Scott. Maybe Adam Scott I get plus money on. Throwing Spieth in there, huh? We don't like Spieth, do we? No, 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 I do. I think I'm I'm buying Spieth this week. Hmm. I mean, Dustin Johnson sitting right there at plus 3,500. That's a a tempting, tempting bet right there. It's 100 to 1 that he doesn't win. How about that? I'll give you great. You can can bet 100 (laughs) with me. You can bet 100 to 1 with me on Dustin Johnson winning because he's not winning. Uh, what are the odds? I heard something. So, obviously, there's not too many storylines coming out this weekend, but one of the storylines is Brooksy and your boy Rory getting paired together. What do we, what do we think about that? Is there going to be some trash talk? Or I think it's going to be think? crazy. And, and that's, you know, I, I would just, I have no idea what's going on in Rory's head. I mean, you know, he put his put himself out there for the sake of the tour said all these terrible things about live passed up hundreds of millions of dollars and you know now it's pretty unclear it seems like all the live guys that went are going to win because if they merge and then they go back to the pga tour then they get all the money real question i have a feeling that the players who stayed at least the top ones are going to get some money like i bet rory gets money before some of the people are allowed back on the tour. How much money? I don't, I don't know. know. I have a feeling that they're going to get compensated somehow. Uh, I guess it, we, ha- we haven't talked about that yet. That was, it's just so wild. Like, I get it. 
you know, lawyers are expensive. I think that that's the, the message. Everyone's like money always wins. I think the real message is lawyers are expensive because yeah. the money issue was the lawyers. It wasn't any, you know, the PGA tour is enough money to increase prize pools and all that stuff. It, it, the lawyers are just, you know, the legal fees. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I, it, it really wasn't live and the PGA merging. It was the PIF vesting in the PGA. A part of me thinks that Liv is just going to go defunct and maybe Greg Norman gets screwed or he's like brought on to be some sort of member of something. But, you know, it, I thought it was very interesting that Liv was never mentioned in the, the group announcement. Um, so more on more on that to come, I suppose. Back to the pairing. I think, uh, you know, Brooks will be just fine. You know, he's excited. He won. He, he's in a major. I think it might rattle or affect Roy a little bit. I know that group's going to be everyone. You know, if I was at the tournament, I would follow that group. And that group oh, yeah, absolutely. So it's going to be, I mean, you know, it's not like Tiger's there, but outside of that, it, it's different. It's different than like, you know, you watch or follow Tiger. Everyone's rooting for Tiger. Here you're going to have people rooting in both directions and a lot of, a lot of drama on there. So do you I'm actually like, think people are still rooting for Rory? Like, do you actually believe that? Like legitimately, because in my eyes, I'm not betting on Rory, but I'm rooting for Rory. But like, what do you hope he does? Because he's he he's he's washed, dude. Like he's I don't think he'll ever win. He's not washed, dude. Another major, dude. Team greens on the final round of St Andrews, and Cam Smith made like five like twenty foot putts, or he would have won the hundred fiftieth open. Like yeah, he's not he washed. He should have won the 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 hundred fiftieth open. It was like. But there's always something. There's always something that prevents him from winning. And at the end of the day, if you're not winning, you're not first, you're last. Ricky Bobby said it. So I mean, he shoots himself out of the tournament on a lot of Thursdays. I mean, you look at Augusta this year or last year or something. It's like, you know, if Rory's within five shots on the on, come Saturday, you know, I think he could make a chance. But he just he shoots himself out the tournament. And I think being paired with Kepka, he might shoot himself out the tournament on, on, uh, on Thursday. Damn, you think he's gonna? He owns real estate. Think Kepka owns that much real estate in his head? I don't think Kepka does. I think situation does. I just think he'll. He's. I think he's washed. I think he's the opportunity. There's. There's. And I, and I don't say washes and he can't play. I mean more so that there's so much pressure on him now to win that the more time that goes on. Like it'll honestly benefit him if a lot of this pressure just kind of passes him, and then he can start to perform under less pressure. Because right now, I mean, I think it was the Masters. It was the Masters this year that everybody was saying like that. I believe that's the only tournament he hasn't won, right, of the majors. And we're all sitting there like, okay, he has to win this. Like he has to. Win. This is his chance. All the pressure's on him. This, and then he just doesn't perform. So. Like, what do you what do you expect? I mean, I'm not going to say he cracks under pressure because he plays professional golf. All these guys can handle pressure, but that level of pressure is different, especially at that certain timetable with Liv and PGA and how strong of a stance he took against Liv. It just felt like, okay, Rory, like this is your time to shine, and he just didn't. And he's getting older. I don't know how old he is. I'm sure he's mid 30s at this point, right? Mid 30s. 
He's got to be mid thirties. Thirty four, if I had to guess. Yeah, yeah, that's that would be my guess as well. Thirty four. What do you 35. mean he didn't? I don't think he played that poorly. You're just saying that because he didn't win a major. But there's only been two major winners, or four major winners in the like. I really don't think he's played that bad. I'm just saying, like, didn't he it's almost similar... win the tournament last week? Am I crazy? Okay, but that's different. It's I'm talking about majors. And I'm talking about the pressure that he feels at majors at this point in order to perform. And it's it's really the live merger. One of the people that benefits from it, oddly enough, is Rory McIlroy because now there's not as much pressure for him to be the golden child of the PGA and go out and try and perform in these majors and win. Because when you have an athlete of his caliber, it, you sit there and you wonder, like, okay, is he ever going to win another major? It doesn't matter if he's top three every. as ridiculous as it sounds if tiger came out and you know was top 10 top five we're kind of looking at him like that's fantastic good for you but like we still look at tiger and it's like i mean at this point really i can't even ask him to win but it's that's the caliber that's like the bar he said is he has to win that's that's a part of it especially at these major tournaments for him to be an all-time great and it, of his caliber, I mean, Roy McIlroy is one of the best golfers of, of his generation for sure. But he just hasn't performed recently, and he's had opportunities to do it. But I think the pressure's gotten to him. So I say he's washed. Three straight top tens, and he finished seventh at the PGA. Is he winning? He's won twice since October. Is he winning majors? When was the last major he won? Yes, 2015. was nine years ago. I think the 2014 PGA. 2014, so nine I years ago. I didn't win a major for 11 years, though. Okay, but the one that he won after 11 years was so unexpected, and he had already won 14 majors at that yeah, point. We're, we're not comparing Rory to, but like, like I'm not. It's not fair to compare Rory to Tiger, in my opinion. Okay. Like then who different. do you compare him to? Like I like Rory. That's the thing. He's kind of in a tier of his own. Is he really though? I think it depends. I think him and Kepka are probably on a similar tier, which is what makes the pa the pairing even more interesting now. Because Kepka now has one more major than he does. Kepka doesn't have the longevity or like literally any other wins outside of the of the majors. Like Kepka literally doesn't care outside of the majors. It's kind of ridiculous. No, he's won, he's, yeah, okay, so he's won five and Rory's won four. Yes. But, like you say. when he finally got ahead. But Rory is way more PGA Tour wins. I think Rory's at, like, 22. Okay, but I subscribe to the same notion that Tiger does, which is, like, would you rather win 100 tournaments or break no, Jack no, Nicklaus's major record? No, I understand, but Rory's been in the game of golf for 14 years. Or he's a great golfer. 14 years. He's longer than like Kepka only came about in like what 16? Roy McElroy with all the competition now and how the game is played. Like he just his time to win is right now, or else he starts to get into that space that is it's tough. I mean, I just, I can't, it, it's, it's, I, I make this comparison like LeBron James where does LeBron James have the ability to win an NBA finals? I think he does, but the issue is not, can he win it? It's, can he beat his competition? 
because it's now gotten to a point where the competition is elevated around him that it it requires more and i just i think that it's kind of a similar concept with rory that it's just it's he's just not what he was man like nine years ago he won a major come on silly i mean he's won a lot of tournaments since then he won the tour championship last year i mean people forget so, but it does it does it matter when you're talking I mean, he about he won majors? literally the tour championship. I mean he won like the the season long competition for the best. Okay, and Patrick Cantley won it two years ago. Am I am I incorrect there? And Patrick Cantley, what has he done? The value of the tour championship is 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 nothing in comparison to the majors. Well, it, it it's it's absolutely not in comparison for majors. And like I, I don't even think I'm trying to like I don't even feel like I'm making excuses for Rory. I'm just saying like He's still a really good golfer and deserves to be in the conversation of winning a major and be right up there uh, right now. And, you know, maybe, you know, your point that he has the shoulder off of his back or maybe he's like upset and wants to go, you know, prove something. I, 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 I don't know. But um, see, you know, we'll I, see if he can do not, it. I, we'll see as we wrap up here, you know, well, I, I'm just I'm not going to I'm not going to be back in Roy this week. Or fading Roy this week. I'm just gonna be rooting for him to do well, and what happens happens. If I wait now, okay. if he's like five strokes back or something on Saturday, I might fire a live win bet for sure. But <laughs> that's an emotional that bet. <laughs> I say that now, I might fire a win bet at some point. But I am uh, a fan. I'm taking Brooksy, I bro. Play- I'm taking Brooksy. After Brooksy, I got based on uh. Based on you know, after Kepka won, I got I got a little play money to 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 waste on Rory, but I told myself I'm done just taking Rory to win a major at the beginning of the tournament because he's just going to shoot himself out the tournament, and, and then you can just get a better price the next day if he somehow comes back. I'm uh I'm taking Brooksy to win this weekend, but two fans, a short one but a good one. Thank you, Brett, for joining. Two fans, you're gonna find us at Slice Tables Pod, at Slice Tables podcast i'll give you the the four also to throw in your your plugs here yeah brett's best bets we're we're coming up we are 72 days away from the start of college football we get we'll be uh getting a a twitter going as well in anticipation i'm doing a big college football preview we're going to talk all win totals we're going to talk conference standings we're going to talk week zero bets and it's going to be very inclusive you know it's not phil Steele's magazine but it's the next best thing i promise and uh so for anyone that's interested reach out to alex look me up on twitter when we're getting that going and uh you know we're that'll probably come out in about two months nice nice two fans you are fine it's at slash devils pod at slash devils podcast and uh yeah we will see you next time